Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, it's Coach Ray Ann coming back to you with episode 54. Uh, as always, I want to thank you for being here. And, um, you know, I appreciate your reviews and your ratings. It really, really helps other people see that this podcast even exists. It's so hard with millions and millions of podcasts out there to get noticed. And so when you rate or review, it really helps move up in the algorithm. And I so appreciate it because I am so passionate and it's my mission to help women and men, if you guys are listening, to stop this crazy, you know, unrealistic um, self-expectations and the crazy dieting mentality and the six-pack ab, the whole like, you know, having to be perfect look. Let's get rid of that and start just being happier and healthier. So the more people that hear this podcast, I hope will get that message and, and maybe, just maybe, it'll start sinking in and maybe we as a country can start changing and start being more accepting of everybody. So with that being said, today we're going to be talking about instant gratification versus delayed gratification. So let's see. Let's start. Instant gratification. Well, we want it all, don't we? We all want what we want and we want it right now. I mean, of course we do. Whether you're looking to lose weight or make money or get better grades or a promotion or find a spouse or you just want a cupcake, whatever it is, when we have a desire, we want it fulfilled. And we live in a society where, you know, fast food is available, pills are available. Um, there's everything pretty much at our fingertips on these phones that we carry around Amazon. There's so many ways that we can actually fulfill that need for getting things right now. Okay. But, but is that really helping us? So examples of instant gratification when it comes to weight loss and body change, because that's what this is really all about. Some examples would be like crash diets, detoxes, challenges, diet pills, surgery, yeah, surgery, drugs, and even cigarettes. So it is possible to lose weight. And frankly, anybody can lose weight when they really go to extremes, right? It's a science thing. Reduce calories drastically, drop carbs, right? That's a really quick way to lose weight. Eat less. It can lead to losing pounds and pretty quickly too. But we all know what happens when you stop, okay? If you stop that particular program or that action, or on the flip side, if you do it for too long, the weight oftentimes comes back and sometimes it brings more along with it. So what if you just stopped looking for instant gratification and started considering what could be if you took it slower and decided to stop 
trying to constantly get instant results. And if you just waited a little longer for better, lasting, longer results. So that's delayed delayed gratification right there. Okay. It's when you can put off what you want now so that you can perhaps get something else, something better later on. This ability to resist temptation and stick to our goals is often referred to as good old willpower. So now if you know me or you've been actually hearing what I have to say, I you'll know that I believe willpower is in very low supply. So I love to help my clients learn better strategies so that they don't have to rely on willpower. Okay? Choosing a long-term reward over immediate gratification may cause some challenges in your mind. If you want to lose weight, you may need to skip the bakery and their amazing chocolate croissants. You will need to say, you know, stay home to study or to work instead of going out to the party with friends. You may need to save that $200 a month that you'd like to spend at Sephora on makeup if you want to retire someday. The ability to delay gratification can mean the difference between achieving your goals or not. Do you have the ability to resist and receive something later that's maybe even better? So there was this experiment in the 1960s by a professor at Stanford named Walter Mischel. I think that's how you say his name. Um, It's called the Marshmallow Experiment. You can Google it. It's in hundreds of articles and it's everywhere. So you don't have to take my word for it. You can Google like Google it or find it yourself. But here's the gist of it. Walter uh, began conducting a series of experiments on kids that were aged four to five. So they took these kids into a private room, you know, one at a time by themselves with a researcher. And so the researcher placed a marshmallow in front of the child and told them that they could eat the treat or they could wait a little longer and they would get two. Okay, then the researcher would leave the room for about 15 minutes and the kid had a choice. You know, it was simple. They could eat the treat immediately or they could wait and get to eat two treats. Okay, I mean, we've how many times have you been in that situation where you're like, oh, I could have this now. If I just wait a little bit longer, I might get to have double that. So think investments, right? Like as a kid, you know, it's like you could save your money. So that later you have more money or you could go blow it right now. And FYI, my kids are definitely spending their money and not saving it. I need to make a note to myself to talk to them. Anyway, while I digress here. While the researcher was away, okay, so remember they gave the kid a marshmallow and they leave the room, okay? So they observed the kid while they were gone. And some of the kids just were like, whatever, I'm eating the marshmallow. And they just ate the marshmallow. Others tried to distract themselves by like jumping up and down, walking around, covering their eyes, sitting on their hands, anything to avoid the marshmallow, but ultimately still ate it before the researcher got back. And then there were some kids that were able to hold off and not eat the marshmallow and were rewarded with a second marshmallow. So fast forward, the researchers followed these same kids for 40 years. I think that's so cool. And as they grew up over the years, the kids who waited, the group of kids that waited for that second marshmallow, the delayed gratification group, um, they ended up having higher SAT scores, lower levels of drug and alcohol use, lower obesity rates, better responses to stress, better social skills, and 
basically overall just better in life in all areas, right? In other words, this series of experiments proved that the ability to delay gratification was critical for success in life. So that is why this experiment is, you know, noted in many um, self-help books and articles um, to help you realize that, I mean, it's been proven that people who wait are absolutely rewarded more later. So later, another researcher was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's put some different parameters to this. Let's like, like try a different dynamic and see if we get the same result. So this time they took the kids and they divided them into two groups. So one group was exposed to a series of unreliable experiences. Okay. And the other group was exposed to reliable experiences. And I'll explain more. The unreliable group were given a crayon. Okay. They were given one single crayon, but they were told that they would get a whole box later. Okay. However, they never received the box of crayons. Like it just didn't ever come. Then their second experience was they were given a sticker, but they were told that they would get a bigger selection later if they just waited a little bit longer. But again, the stickers never arrived. So these kids found the researchers' promises to be unreliable, unreliable, and they just didn't trust them. Now, the reliable group, on the other hand, were in the exact same situation, but they did receive the big box of crayons that they were promised, and they did receive the extra stickers that they had been promised. So they had a reliable, positive, trusting experience. So when they did the marshmallow test again on all of these kids, They found that the group who had unreliable experiences were not trusting. So they were like, "Uh, heck yeah, I'm eating the the first marshmallow because I know they're never going to bring me a second marshmallow. Why bother waiting, right? They didn't believe there was going to be another marshmallow, so they ate it. Totally makes sense. I probably would have done the same thing and probably you would have too. The reliable group, though, waited longer for the second marshmallow because, well, they trusted that it would arrive and it was absolutely worth the wait. Okay. So I love that. I love these situations because it really mimics so many things in our lives. When you have had success, then you know, at certain things, you know that if you can do it again, right, that probably you'll have success again. And also the same thing you like, we get used to people. I'm going to say people in this situation and, and, and programs and products and things that you get promises from but you never see the results or you never really get what they promised, okay? So anyway, the studies do make one thing clear, though. If you want to succeed at something, at some point, you will need to find the ability to be disciplined, okay, and take action instead of becoming distracted and just doing what's easy. So success in every field requires you to ignore doing something easier, okay, delaying gratification, in favor of doing something harder, like actually doing the work and putting in your reps. We all want to skip steps to get to the best result and fast, okay? That is just how we've grown up in society. I mean, everything is, at, like I said, at our fingertips, fast food, Amazon. We've been conditioned to wanting it and wanting it now, okay? But when it comes to things like weight loss, okay, or or saving money. I mean, there's some areas that you're just going to have to do it a little bit different. So with weight loss, yes, it's easier 
it's very much easier short term to just do the detox, right? Have you ever done like a detox or a juice cleanse or something and you drop like five, six, seven pounds and you're like, ooh, yeah, it feels awesome. I mean, I've done it. I mean, I'm not saying anything that I haven't done. Okay. So I'm not on my high horse over here. I, I mean, I've done it all as well. But, you know, there's other things like the quick fix diet, you know. But here's the thing if you can just wait, you will be rewarded. If you just do it a little bit differently, you will be rewarded greatly and you'll have longer lasting results. Okay. It's slower. But at the end of the day, it will last longer and be healthier if you just do it in a smarter, healthier way. When it comes to weight loss, anything you do that is intended to be short and fast is very likely damaging your metabolism and your mindset every time you do it. It's been proven over and over and over that long-term weight loss is not only healthier for you, but will last way longer than any quick fix diet that you do. Sure, it might be faster because it's more instant, right? But at what cost? Same kind of with workouts. Like it's easier and more attractive to just skip it, okay, or cut it short. But if you can just stick to the end, you will be stronger and healthier longer. Some diets and plans even tell you to not exercise. Well, in my opinion, if a plan is telling you it's not safe to exercise while being on the plan, then it's a plan you need to run from. We all know from decades of research, we need to move our body, right? We need to move our body. It's how it, how it stays young. It's how it stays able. So if you aren't eating enough to sustain your body's functions and if moving is going to put you in danger, that is a giant red flag, okay? So just think about it. Just think about it a little bit. Is it really worth the instant gratification? At what cost, you know? Okay, so money. Yes, it's more attractive to spend that $200 on fun stuff or 400 or 500. I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about how much money you kind of just blow, it's actually mind boggling. Okay. But anyway, but if you could just wait instead of just spending that 200 or whatever amount of money on fun stuff, and if you could just hold up and invest it and wait, you'll be able maybe to even buy a whole house or fund your entire retirement. Or instead of blowing money, I'm going to bring it back to body change, instead of blowing your money on stupid diet food and gimmick exercise equipment, um, how about the shake weight, anybody? <laughs> so funny. Anyway, instead of blowing it on things like that, invest it into a quality program or a coach who has experience and, by the way, a soul, <laughs> okay? I get so frustrated, and, and I know it's hard. Like, I'm going to say this, but you know, I get really frustrated when people tell me they can't afford to like work with me or to work on a program that I know and other people have proven that is better for them. Okay. But they can't afford it. And, you know, sometimes people really can't afford things. So I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking to the people that then I see on Facebook or talk to them later and they're blowing hundreds of dollars on a product or pills or some crazy exercise thing or or um, equipment, you know, when when really it's only hurting them long term. 
And I know it's hard to spend money on something that isn't proven yet to you. And I know it's hard to spend money on something that you can't hold, you know, like a tangible item. But think of all the money that you can blow on a night out with friends, on your trip to Target, or on the cell phone bill. Like, how is that actually helping you? Okay. Anyway, here's the deal. Those are just some examples. Weight loss, working out, money. I mean, we could go into so many other examples. You know, like think about being in high school or college when there was a great party going on and you had like a final the next day and you had to make that decision. Like, do I want to go have fun or do I want to do better on my tests so that I can go further in life? And there's so many examples of instant gratification versus delayed gratification. And, you know, I have so many personal examples. I mean, especially like with money, You know, I mean, I remember like having all these like student loans and I just kept deferring them, deferring them because I didn't think I had enough money, but I sure had enough money to spend $600 a month on a Jeep. (laughs) I'm like, really? So, you know, it's part of that's growing up and part of it is, you know, priorities and part of it though is just that instant gratification and wanting what you want now versus what you really need to be doing. Okay, so if you're not very good at delaying gratification and you want to learn how, I promise you can. You can train yourself just like you can train your muscles in the gym. And so here are four strategies that you can use to get better at delayed gratification. And these are some skills and practices that I teach to my clients and I teach them in my programs. So the very first one is just learning to build awareness. Okay. Being aware of your impulses and your poor habits you know, mindless eating, um, you know, just not really noticing like what you're eating, not noticing where you're, you know, distracting yourself. If you're just not aware, then it's easier to go for instant gratification. But if you start really building awareness, you're going to start noticing how much more you're being rewarded from mindful eating and paying attention to why you're having cravings and paying attention to what really makes you feel better, okay? So just simply building awareness, building awareness around your money. Like where is your money really going? Is it true that you can't afford getting help for weight loss? Or is it true that you can't afford, you know, signing your kid up for a program or whatever it is? Is it true? Because when you're really aware of where your money's going, then you'll start to see that, oh, wait, you know, maybe you could be, funneling it to better places. So it's all the same where it comes to money, it comes to your health. It it all comes down to awareness. The second thing that I like to teach is like creating habits. One small, tiny step at a time. If you can just see small wins over and over, you will learn to trust the process. So remember those kids that had trusted their experiences? Remember the kids in the reliable group? They kept being rewarded. They, they had they, – they earned the thing because they learned to trust it. They learned to trust the researcher. Well, your goals and what you want can, can be the same thing. If you win a small action and just keep winning over and over, no matter how small, you will start to trust the process and you'll start to trust yourself. So creating small habits one step at a time is super, super important. The third thing is learning to get support. You know, surround yourself with a reliable environment. Okay, just like the kids who had that reliable researcher, you know, the one that gave them what he promised. 
You can learn from this by surrounding yourself with people who are on your side and will encourage and support you while you're working to better your situation. Okay. If you're always surrounding yourself around people who are um, also into instant gratification, like maybe they're the ones blowing money all the time and then you kind of feel like you have to keep up with them or the people who are always jumping from one plan to the next, you know, if your best friend is constantly starting the next new diet, you're more likely to do it too. But if you start surrounding yourself with people who have the same ideals and the same, you know, long-term goal as you, then together you can start to make better choices and start working on that, you know, what's better and healthier for you. And then my fourth thing is just learning to be, to stay consistent. Okay. Pick easy tasks that you can do consistently every single day. Pick a task or tasks that are meaningful, you know, for your goal and repeat them no matter what every day. Um, Something as simple as drinking water. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's really easy to do. I mean, it's free, you know, unless you like to eat the, the expensive water. I mean, rock on if that's what you want. But at the end of the day, that is not a hard thing to do. Not when you're aware and not when you make it a priority. Okay. So um, you guys know probably Jerry Seinfeld, right? The comedian. He is a multi-millionaire. I believe if I read this correctly, he made $85 million in one year. That was his best year. But he was making multiple, like tons and tons of money every year, right? And he, when he was asked what one of his secrets to success, like what is his secret to success, gosh, whoo, that's a tongue tire there. Anyway, he said that this one thing helped him become good at what he did. He said that every single day he wrote, whether it was for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, he sat down and wrote, like wrote out ideas to come up with new ideas for his comedy and to come up with like, you know, things to joke about or to be a comedian for, he had to write. And he knew that that one thing was going to help him. So he had a calendar and every day when he was done with his writing, he crossed it off. And so he really enjoyed seeing that chain on the of crossed out days on his calendar. And that became something that he really focused on. And so, you know, it wasn't just the writing. It was the consistency, that one thing he did every day, and it really, really worked for him. And I promise you, if you can find a small task that you focus on every day until it's just like part of your life, and then you find the next one and you work on it until it's part of your life, you will be rewarded. It works. Okay? So as a coach, I want to teach you how to make small wins every single day. I want to show you that you don't have to take the shortcut or the quick fix route Okay. If you really, really want change, you don't have to do that. If you truly desire a better, higher quality of life, then building your delayed gratification skills will be beneficial and reward you in big ways. And I know this because I did it. I know it. Like I literally, I just, I'll never forget, you know, like I just remember the day that I was like, okay, I can do this. Like I am so much better than these crash diets and then overeating, crash diet, overeating, crash diet, overeat. I felt miserable and I was just getting like bigger and bigger. I just felt terrible. And it wasn't even my size that was such a big deal. It was my mindset. I felt terrible about myself. And you know, when you feel bad about yourself and you feel physically bad, I mean, all that you invite into your life then is negativity. 
So it's like if you can stop that and just start finding little things that you can win at every single day, it's better. And and I did it. And I so I started to say I I remember the day that I went to the grocery store for the first time and I bought several things and I just remember being so committed and and, and also at the same time being like can I really do this? Can I really do this? Like how can these small changes really work? Like there's always that doubt in your mind, right? But I stuck with it. And in less than a year, I had lost 65 pounds and I didn't do giant, giant gestures. I just followed the small steps, the small steps work. Okay. So here, my favorite quote or one of my favorite quote quotes is don't give up what you want most for what you want now. Okay. So that could be speaking about the donuts that maybe you look really good on the, you know, on the counter in the break room. Do you really want the donut or is it just because it's there, you know, or do you really want to skip the donut because you're going to feel better later not having the sugar crash, you know, do you really, really, really want to lose weight so fast that you're possibly damaging your metabolism so that in a year or two, you have to start all over again? Is it really worth the short-term quick fix? So these are the things you need to ask yourself. And, you know, I mean, do you really, really need that that new jacket that's really cute and trendy right now that's $250? Or could you invest that $250 into something that's actually going to give you lifelong changes? So those are the kind of things to think about. All right. So, hey, if you're listening to this before March 25th, 2022, okay, there are only a few days left before I close this session of the BFF method program. I'm looking to work with women who are tired of the instant gratification bullshit. Okay. When it comes to body change, I am looking to work with women who know they're worth more than that. I'm looking to work with women who are tired of shrinking and hiding, but who are instead ready to shine and start living a healthier, happier life. So if that's you and you haven't joined yet, check out my program. I promise if you join and do the work week by week, you will be rewarded. So if you want to check that out, there's some information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.